Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. The Gossip Gaze. The Gossip Gaze. The Gossip Gaze. Hi, I'm Billy Andrew. And I'm Sam Morris. And this week on the Gossip Gaze podcast, Sam is sliding down a fireman pole. Billy admits he prefers chocolate nibs over douching and getting bummed. And we talk about those gears that stick to the room, the dirty, dirty muscle Mary gears. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying, but there we go. Welcome to the show, everyone. Hello and welcome to the Gossip Days podcast with me, Billy Andrew. And me, Sam Morris. Yes, Danny Beard is not here today, so you've got the gorgeous, gorgeous Sam on for the full episode. So, oh, Sam fans, hello. Sam fans are wet right now. <laughs> so, this podcast is two queers in your ears talking stuff and shit from our community. We're going to eat some shit today, chat some shit. So, if you like both of those things... Stay tuned. If you love a shit podcast, you're in the right place. (laughs) Exactly. You're in the right place for a shit podcast with shit queers talking about shit. Um, How can people get in touch with us, Sam? So if you want to get in touch with us, like if you want to share a dilemma, you want to share a funny story, anything else, camp, cuckoo, crazy, you can get in touch by emailing us at letters at gossipgazepod. Billy, is there an Instagram? There is an Instagram at Gossip Days Pod, and we've also got a TikTok where we post videos. Um, but we don't respond to people on there. We just 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 stay in your lane on TikTok. Exactly. <laughs> we don't want to get bullied online. No. Uh, don't forget, you can also get in touch via WhatsApp. So text, voice notes, go wild. Mm-hmm. And if you want to remain anonymous, just say. Oh yeah. There's a lot of need to remain anonymous on this podcast. Sometimes. Always anon. Always anon, darling. Uh, um, Lucas will even disguise your voice. Oh yeah. He's quite good at that. Uh, just head <laughs> over to the episode to find out more. Cool. Well, Danny Beard isn't here today because they are in Ibiza. They're living their best life there. So I didn't want to drag Dan away from the club to come and record this podcast via <laughs> Zoom. So uh, we've got Sam in. Is that holiday? Danny on holiday? Danny is on holiday. They're, they're taking a little break. What? Hang on. Actually, question. Mm-hmm. I, I hope you can answer this. Yeah. I did see Danny was in four different countries in 24 hours. England, Finland, England, Finland. What was the other one? North. Ireland. I- Ireland. Ireland. And Ibiza. In 24 hours. Yeah, so Dan was in Iceland doing a gig, and then I think their plane just... like It, it had a stopover in Ireland, I don't know why, so then they landed in there. So technically they didn't get off there. I mean, I think they embellished the story to make it sound like they were in more places than what they were. I think they did like a little layover in Ireland for about an hour or so. Technically they were in another country, though. I feel absolutely robbed <laughs> i was trying to add up the flight to my head i was like how has this worked and then landed back in england did a gig at drag fest and then got back on the plane to ibiza or ibiza like do you know when i went on the ship 
the Virgin ship, it stopped up in in Ibiza, and I would call it Ibiza. But then the Americans would be like, it's Ibiza. It, Ibiza. It's Ibiza. You say it's so funny. Oh, my God. But that's a very American thing Yeah, I know. Say. I feel like, do we say Aluminum. it right, though? I, I probably... I what do all... the what do the what do the locals call it? That's what I want to know. If you're from Ibiza or Ibiza, um, let us know how you actually pronounce it. I think it's Ibiza. Ibiza. I would always trust the local. I would always I doubt know. the American. No offense, Americans. Love you, Americans, but you always get our, our language wrong. Don't <laughs> you? you always get it wrong. Like, don't gatekeep English. What have you been up to? Well, do you know what? I have been homophobically shouted at multiple times in Manchester. Lucas didn't mean it. <laughs> I, I come into this studio at Media City and get slurs. Uh, no, it's happened twice. So I was getting out my car with my uh, my laptop. I was going to work. And then um, somebody wound the window down and shot a faggot at me. And at first I was like, oh, fab. But like, that's not happened in years. But then, <laughs> like, the second time it happened, I was walking up to uh, the train station to get some sushi from Yo Sushi. And um, somebody somebody was with these mates. It's like a group of chavy lads. And he was like, oh, does my hair look all right, mate? I just didn't respond. So I thought, I'm not going to, like, dignify you with a response because you want to get a laugh with all your mates. So I carried on walking. He's like, mate, mate, answer me, answer me. And I just blanked him. And I heard him say, fucking faggot. And I thought, oh do you know what? Oh, my God. I was seething. But I carried on walking. And then in my head, I was walking back. I was thinking, if he's still there, I'm going to punch him. He, he wasn't there, though. But I Thank feel, God. <laughs> but I know. Fucking hell, he had two black eyes, mate, if he started with me. But you know what? I felt like I felt like a bit of a dick afterwards. So I was like, oh, I wish I said something. I wish I had the bollocks to just turn around and be like, fuck off. So were both of these near Canal Street, sorry? Yeah, literally like a stone's throw away. That's what's even more insane to me. It's not just like the homophobia, but the fact that you're in a queer space. Yeah. Like if you've got a problem with it, Fuck, fuck off. off. Yeah. Go somewhere else. But like Slug and Lettuce will have tables. Exactly. But I've lived in Manchester for probably nearly 10 years now. And in the past, like, six months, this has only ever happened. Really? And I've lived in Manchester 10 years. And I've never been called a faggot except in the past two months. It's Look, on the rise. We all need to stick times. together. It is, it's, isn't it? It actually things is. Are, things are changing. I, I, This is why I bum everyone out in the news every week. Bum everyone out. No. <laughs> I wish you'd bum me out. Can someone bum me out, please? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's to highlight like things are different. They are. It's not. Uh, it's not to scare people, but things have changed. Yeah, unfortunately. Which is why Pride is a protest this year. Everybody still have a good time, have a party, but make sure you get your signs. And it was actually um, Trans Pride, and they had a big trans march over the weekend. Just I saw on. that. So yeah, um, unfortunately, I couldn't go. I was working, but. I'm in solidarity with all our trans listeners, trans trans brothers, sisters, friends, siblings, everybody out there. We love the trans community. Have you been up to anything else or have you just, no, just, just getting attacked? No, just homophobically attacked and uh, DJing. I did go out last night. Well, I didn't go out, sorry. I drank last night. And to sound very Danny Beard, I'm slightly hungover today when I come into the studio. Um, but I don't normally drink when I work. You don't, actually. No. Like, I think because I used to drink every time I worked, and that was four days a week. That's got to be, like, a slippery slope. It is. What would you drink if you were at work? Depends. Whatever. Shot. (laughs) No, no. No, not shots, because I still want to be able to... But I guess when I first started to DJ, I used to... 
just to absolutely leather. And by the end of it, I, I like I don't even remember like finishing my set, which I don't advise anybody doing, by the way, because you don't want to look unprofessional. <laughs> but that's what I used to do. And then I think after COVID, I was like, I can't keep drinking every time I DJ because I would constantly be pissed. I think you just start feeling a bit wavy all the time as it's well. It's not good for you. Know you. What I mean, I think you start having a bit of like a disconnect. Yeah. If Sheila in the office was drinking while she was doing her job, we'd say she'd got a problem. Do you know what I mean? So like, just <laughs> Sheila be- from accounting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so open a bottle of rosé every time she used to check the accounts. Exactly. So like, every time I'm DJing and and I'm drinking, do you know what I mean? You need to you need to be careful with stuff like that. I think. But don't get me wrong. Some some people come up to me and say, "Oh, do you fancy a drink?" And I'll sometimes say, "Yeah." So this is not my like warning to be like, "Don't, don't offer do me that. yeah." <laughs> <laughs> Still offer me a drink, but sometimes I will politely decline because I just don't want to drink every time I work. Yeah. Could you just have like a cup of tea or would that be nuts? Cup of tea? Well, yeah, if you don't want an alcoholic club, beverage. I don't want to look like fucking Nana, DJ Nana <laughs> Andrews up at the fucking deck <laughs> with a cup of tea. Put, <laughs> in, put in a shot glass, you'll be fine. <laughs> Absolutely not. No way. Right, Sam, what have you been up to? Because you, oh, Sam fans, Sam fans, you're going to be heartbroken. I've been actively avoiding I've um this question i've been trying to keep this catch up on you because you have? i'm shy i don't want to i don't know if i'm ready to talk about it sam's not a boyfriend sam's not, not a boyfriend i've not got a boyfriend <laughs> do you know what you it's went called to... petit to me it's different <laughs> <laughs> go on tell us about what's going on because uh, you've been to nice to see a man i'm not i don't know who i am anymore i'm shy i don't know what to say I went back to Nice to see the French fireman. Yeah, so this is the fireman that we spoke about. Um, quite I am a while not good. I'm much better that guy. Yeah, that, that one. guy. Yeah. So I went back uh, the other weekend. Terrifying hmm. at first because you were going solo. I was going solo. You basically are doing what Felipe did to me. <laughs> the other way around. You? Yeah. Not as desperate, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I was terrified because I was like, I've. I've met this man a couple times, mm. but I'm still flying to a different country to stay at his place. Yeah, whereas before you had your own like hotel and space where if, oh like, I could have bought at any time exactly. Whereas this time I was saying to my friend, he doesn't know this. I in my group chat, yeah, I posted like his face, his mugshot, oh, his Instagram, 100%. his phone number, yeah. But, uh, turn on find my friends i was like Definitely. if you don't hear from me every 48 hours call the police 48 hours at least 12 it's normal for me to disappear for 24 hours right 48 hours something's actually gone wrong okay i would actually just ignore my friends for 24 hours normally yeah um so yeah i went to the airport um it, <laughs> i'm gonna get all soppy i don't want to get all soppy oh my god not who i am um i you went look soppy i went to- <laughs> <laughs> sloppy <laughs> yeah. sloppy after the weekend i Go went on. to the airport yeah he met me with a handmade sign that he made what did it say <laughs> um i heart you hello sam. mr sam welcome for the summer cure it was mr. like this sam. sort of like trans translated from french into english oh it was about having a nice summer together and i stayed at his he cooked me some lunch like straight away yeah with some wine it was all very french and then spent the time with the beach oh i had, I had the best time oh you had the lie. best do you know what sam we were we, we were talking about this the other day and um he actually made you a three he minute did, video uh, and he, he, he like he like made a little complication is it complication what is it compilation compilation i'm thinking of compilation do you know when you're on Co- par <laughs> <and it's, laughs> we, did, we didn't do that okay he didn't make that <laughs> 
complication. And you can see my weekend upon Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he made this. But do you know what? Do you know what the? I thought it was cute as hell, but you were stood there going like bright red as it's, I was watching it. But don't it, get me wrong. Go on. It is the cutest, most romantic thing anyone's ever done for me. Right. Okay. And I, me was, I, I wasn't prepared for that. Right. If, this is right. This is the thing. This wasn't the forecast. Mm. This wasn't the forecast. The forecast was slutty boy summer. Right. I don't know what's happened. That could still happen. I've fallen for He's a man in Nice. In nice. But can we just go back to this video for two seconds? Because oh, I... the three-minute video, <laughs> it was all videos of you and him together over the weekend, which was really cute. But the only thing oh. that I hated about the video, it was to Mr. Brightside by the Killers. It and was I don't, to Mr. Brightside by the Killers. Why was it to that? Like, such a heady thing to do. It was to Mr. Brightside by the Killers because on one of our nights out, we went to what I... <laughs> I heard there was a British bar in... Nice, like a typical Brit. Pub. Brit abroad. And, Let's go to the Brit bar. But I just thought it was so funny. I was like, "What on earth is that going to be like?" So we went rammed. It oh was wow! Absolutely rammed. Did they serve food? Just dead quick. Um, of course, pie. Of course that's what you're at. <laughs> straight off the bat. Like the two sentences for the story. What did you eat? <laughs> no, I want to know what the end of this British pub. Well, I went there at like midnight uh, okay so, so no know. food i don't know no pot um, pie no 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 so <laughs> <laughs> so we went over um it was rammed and there was actually like a live band on right i think the band were british they okay. sounded british when i'm talking between sets they played hmm. every single song you'd think a cover band from britain would play okay Mr. Brightside, Wonderwall, bit um, of Queen, like yeah. absolutely all of it. it. It was actually quite fun. Don't don't do the okay. don't do the gay drone. <laughs> sounds ha- sounds heady hell, but yeah, that's going but, straight into room one. <laughs> but the thing is, right, is Mr. Brightside comes on, and every single like American, British, and Australian tourist in the room knows every single word. They erupted. Yeah, yeah. and then Chris was like, "Why oh, did you know it?" No. Oh, fab. No, it was like, God. why do you know every single word to this song? Yeah. And I was like, that's just an English thing, whether you want to or not. Mm. It's just, it's in your blood. <laughs> you and are born with those lyrics. Every, in... yeah. every single <laughs> you know night out, yeah. this song will come on. Yeah. Especially if they want you to leave after the next one. Yeah. Um, so... not, not in my venues, by the way, where yeah, I work. Not, not, not the Street, queer spaces. Right. Not the queer spaces. Um, <laughs> so there's a video of me singing every single word to this song, which I didn't listen to it for years. But again, it brings something out of your blood. It does. Um, you turn into an animal. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, so then when he made this adorable video of our weekend, oh my God. he chose Mr. Brightside, probably not understanding what all the lyrics mean. Got you. Okay. <laughs> Probably not understanding the connotations of the song. Got you. Okay, so he did it as like a cute kind of like whimsical like, oh, it, this could be our wedding song kind of like. Oh my God. I don't know who I am, really. So Sam's in love. Do you know what? And the guy is dead hot and fit and he's a fireman he and he's sexy and I'm jealous. He is. <laughs> he's so hot. We had a strange, so there was a strange language barrier chat since I've come back. Because he's going to come to Manchester. Oh, what are you going to show him here for? You know? Oh, I've no idea. Do you know what? The culture it's in Manchester... Actually, do you know what? I'm sliding it off. Manchester's got some culture. We just we just tend not to visit it because we're not tourists. So, yeah, like, I'm not a fan of high-rise bars, but I will take him to one of those because you don't really have skyscrapers in France. No skyscrapers in Nice? Well, yeah. It's oh, all, okay. all flat. Okay. So, um, 
I'll take them up there. Well, show them fun. that. That'll yeah. be a nice little look. Um, I'll take them around Media City. We take Media City for granted. It is actually quite pretty. It's cool. Yeah. yeah. You kind of, you become desensitized to it. You do, yeah. He did say, like, what is British culture? And I was like, we don't have culture. Our culture... Like, our culture's, like, dead weird, isn't it? Our food is stolen from other countries. Yeah. Our culture is just drink at the pub. Hmm. But then Mr. Brightside came on. I was like, <laughs> this is British culture. There we go. Cool. I was like, th- th- you've just experienced it right now. Yeah. This is British culture. Um, but yeah, we were chatting and there was a bit of a language barrier issue. Hmm. Only this one time. Normally it's absolutely fine. I said, um, oh, I'm just like going to the shops with my mate. Hmm. And he was like, mate, what do you mean mate? Oh, did he mean like somebody you're mating with? So you translate <laughs> mate to French. Yeah. It means companion. Okay. Which uh, can be a way of referring to someone you're discreetly fucking. Yeah, Particularly of between two men. So he was like, mate, what do you mean mate? And I was right. like, it's just, my, just a mate. <gasps> Chill out. So we got jealous. A little bit. Oh my God. Yeah. So, so then you had to say what mate meant. So I then had to explain mate. And I was like... No, everyone says mate. Mate can be someone you're close with. It can literally be a stranger. Like I, I said to him, I just bought a Diet Coke from Home Bargains. The mm. guy called me mate four times. And he was like, not if I was there, he wouldn't. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm really into the French, man. This the, is this is me wow. gone. Head's gone. Well, do you know what? I think we all want to be kept updated with uh, oh, Mr. French Fireman. Mr. And if French it all falls, and it, and if it all falls through, send in my waist hot. <laughs> he is hot. He is hot. He is hot. <laughs> Even when you see the three-minute video, hot. Yeah, I I want the complication version or whatever it's called <laughs> version, please. <laughs> Send that my way. That should be on our Patreon at some point when we've got one. Right, should we move on, Witcher? Let's move on, Witcher. Fabulous. The gossip case. Right, Don't show me. I'm not showing Don't you. Don't show me. I'm not showing you. Do you know what? This week's snack of the week, everybody. Hello, welcome to the show. Snack of the week time. I'm switching it up this week slightly. Um. I brought in my favourite snack, sweet treat, shall I say. It is chocolate. Um, and I just wanted to bring it in because I think it's 10 out of 10, top tier, absolutely fucking gorgeous, stunning. It's doing like a bit of like a trial run, right? Mm. A bit of like a battle of the bars. Yeah. Where we'll yeah. rate each other's favourites, find out the best one. I think at some point you bring your favourite in. Danny yeah. can bring their favourite in. Yeah. But this week, it's my turn. Get Lucas Spring one. I'll get an extra episode. Perfect. There we go. Brilliant. <laughs> Luke, uh, anyone around the office want to yeah. bring one in? We've got some episodes to fill. <laughs> Listeners, if you want to send your favourite Slack tours at Media City, you can do that. But this one is Caramel Nibbles by... Why? Smile Mar, the fucking gorgeous. This is Dairy Milk, Cadbury's, Caramel. And I call them nibs, but they're actually called nibbles. Everyone calls them nibs. Nibs. I call them nibs. Do you know what, right? And I've tried the knockoff version from M&S. Oh, for those that don't know, these are like a little chocolate button. Mm-hmm. Um, that when you pop it in your mouth and the shell breaks, it's got a caramel gooey centre. And honest to God, it is 10 out of 10. Like, I would choose this over getting bummed. A million percent. You I would choose this over getting bummed. Liar. I promise. <laughs> like, I... If it was this, or do for 45 minutes and get bummed for five minutes, it would be two packets of these caramel nibs. I'm telling you now. Lucas, bring in our special guest. We're going to put Billy's theory to the test. Wait, if it's the fireman, <laughs> then maybe different. Uh, might be a different story. There you so, go, Sam. Have you had these before? I have had these before. I get these from the shop every single time. If, I'm, if I fancy something sweet, it's these. Nothing else ever satisfied satisfies my cravings. I haven't had them in a while. I'll give you that. How nice are they? They are good. 
I don't. I don't want to stir the pot. I don't want to. Come on, what? I don't want to stir the cause fucking pot. Come on, we'll have a ruckus. When you said, "I'm bringing in my favorite chocolate," this is my favorite chocolate ever. I've. I've oh, I don't want to say it. I'll just say it. Go on, spit it out. I feel a bit underwhelmed. What? Oh, behave. No, this is when, this is the best. When you said, "I'm bringing in my." Favorite chocolate, but I just wanted to be honest. Ever. Yeah, this is this is honestly my favorite chocolate ever. I swear to God, I I've tried all the chocolates. You know me. I've tried every chocolate there is out there, and Dairy Milk, Cadbury's mm. Dairy Milk, is my favorite flavor of chocolate. And then with the caramel nib scent, oh my God, it's, it's delicious. Gorgeous. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I I was just I was just surprised. I expected something. No, oh, I don't want to say it. Something more. No. Something more. Oh, give me, give me more, fucking Britney. Give me. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is it. That is just genuinely my favourite. I don't know why. It's a good. Are we? Are we rating? Look, ten if, out of ten for me. You can't get better than that. Seven. 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 I give it a solid seven. That's still a good mark. It's, though. The, it's a very good mark. Like I said, it's a good chocolate. I haven't had yeah. that in a while. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I was just a bit underwhelmed. See, I always put chocolate in the fridge as well. It's nicer out the fridge. These are kind of cold because it's. Yeah, but I like them like hard out the fridge. No, whereas, I bet you do. <laughs> whereas, do you know what? When I worked for Direct Line, we were on this Zoom call once during COVID, and like people on the chat were like, Oh, you don't put chocolate in the fridge, do you? What the hell? It tastes. It don't taste like chocolate. Wait, so, what do you mean on Direct Line? You were just chatting about chocolate in the fridge. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, no, this was like between me and my work colleagues at the time. Like we were on like a little like catch up meeting or something. Do you know what I mean? And while you were waiting for people to join, people were on about chocolate in the fridge. I don't know why. And I was like, I always keep my chocolate in the fridge. I wouldn't ever leave it out. But everybody on that call was like, absolutely not. It's disgusting. It doesn't taste right out the fridge. And I thought, I, I, am I, am, am I insane? I was I... like, it tastes way better out the fridge. And I was chatting to Morgan and he was like, I won't do his accent because I'll butcher the South, South African accent. <laughs> but he was like, in South Africa, it's always in the fridge because it would melt if well, not. Well, yeah, that has to be. I don't keep it in the cupboard. No. Chocolate I'm a, in the cupboard. I'm a chocolate in the fridge fat gal. Because I like, <laughs> I like it being able to melt in my mouth a bit more. And yeah, no, it does when you... Come on, your mouth's warm. Ashley French oh, fireman. I haven't got. Oh <laughs> <laughs> la la! Uh, I haven't got all day. Uh, there's um. Th sorry to melt the chocolate in my mouth. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think um most chocolate I keep in the cupboard, apart from Kinder Buenos, I keep those in the freezer. Ooh, okay. That's that's the the outlier for right. me. Keep a Kinder Bueno in the freezer. Okay. I'll anyway, I will bring. My favourite chocolate at some point. Okay, you do that, and then I'll tell Danny Spring there's, and then, right, perfect. Get in touch with us at Gossip Days Pod on all social media. Let us know your favourite chocolate. I, <laughs> I so already know you're going to call me a Tory for my favourite chocolate. If you say Hotel Chocolat, I'm going to fucking flip a table. Next section. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? You fucking, Next section. You sorry twat. <laughs> I knew it'd be Hotel Chocolate. <laughs> Next section. Fucking tenner for a bar of chocolate. Oh, my God. Moving on swiftly, we're going to be back. We're going to be back in a minute, but before we do that, are you like that loyal listener of the Gossip Gaze mm -hmm. that sets an alarm on Mondays and Thursdays ready for uh, release? Yeah, Ooh, release. I've, I've never realised how... It's hard to say. No, it's, it's, is that supposed to be an innuendo or is that just me? Ready for us to release. I think it is a little innuendo by the producers at home, oh, always. Oh, oh. Um, do you mm -hmm. laugh out loud whilst on the train or driving to work? Mm -hmm. Well, look. 
just tell your besties, your fellow queens, your allies, all about the gossip gays. Yes, that's us. Spread the love by spreading the podcast. And you can share this episode on WhatsApp now while you listen to these adverts that pay for us to be in the studio. Just whilst we release. <laughs> yes. The Gossip Gays. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Welcome back. Yeah. Right. This is where we help try answer your dilemmas and give you advice about anything. Anything. Absolutely anything. So you, we, we can share our opinions on whatever's troubling you. And remember, a problem shared with us is a problem halved. Oh, beautiful. Usually, anyway, we can kind of hopefully give you some sort of context to your problem or and somebody who doesn't know you. Do you, do you know what I mean? You don't actually get that in life. Like, if I've got problems in life, I chat to the people that know me. Mm-hmm. Whereas sometimes it's better... For somebody to read a letter like we're doing, I have you just discovered what an agony aunt is? <laughs> I know, but I sometimes I sometimes feel like, why would I ever write into Deirdre at this morning and be like, oh, I hope I hope she picks my oh, letter. She doesn't know what's going on. Oh, she don't know what day of week Fuck it is. Deirdre, I wait. Isn't she dead? Who've the dot now? <laughs> oh God. Sorry, Deirdre, R.I.P. Don't say her name in vain. Right, this says, Hi, Danny, Billy, and I'm going to add Sam on there as well, because we've got Sam today. Yeah, thank you. I have a little dilemma that I'd love your advice on. So my best friend recently told me that she's moving to Dubai for a new job, and whilst I'm absolutely thrilled for her, I'm gutted because I have always said that I would never go to Dubai for a number of reasons. Not yet. I've explained to her that I'm unsure on whether I would feel comfortable or want to visit or fund a country that has such lack of LGBTQ plus A rights. My friend says that she understands my reasoning, but that she hopes that she can change my mind over time. I feel awful because I love my best friend so much and I would of course want to visit her, but I feel so strongly on my stance against going to Dubai that I can't see that I can't see myself changing my mind. Whilst I know I have a good reasoning, I am worried that I will be seen as a bad friend if I don't go. Let me know what you both think. Love the podcast. Thanks for providing constant laughs. Oh, good. I'm glad you're lolling. Um, do you know what? I've got, I've got a bit of a dilemma. 
similar to this. A dilemma within a dilemma. Well, it's not a dilemma within a dilemma. It's the same dilemma. So I'm going on a Virgin cruise very, very shortly. And it's st- my I'm doing the crossing from Greece to Australia. And my leg of the crossing, I stop in Dubai, get off and come home. Isn't it a, is it a queer cruise that you're doing? No, it's just Virgin cruise. So it's, oh, okay. it's very LGBTQ plus friendly, but just the crossing just stops in Dubai for a day or a night mm. or whatever and then it carries on to Australia so um and I get off in Dubai and uh come back home and I was a bit like shit do I even want to actually Go do in. that yeah. because I don't even want to enter the country in, in case of fear of I don't know like I don't know it's just cuz like this person said they've got such lack of LGBTQ plus rights in general it's a bit scary to go to a country and do you know what I I I thought to myself I'm literally getting off the ship, going straight onto a plane and coming home. I'm not, like, spending any money there. I'm not spending yeah. time. It's like I'm basically... Do you know when people do a crossover when they go to Australia and they have to stop in Dubai and then get on another flight? I'm pretty much doing that. So that was my reasoning behind going. And that's kind of going. an ideal solution, right? Basically, yes. Basically, like, you can just get for your work and not actually have to put any money into the tourism there. Because that's what I'm really against. I'm yeah. really against putting money into countries that are slack on human rights or yeah. you know actively punish people for being who they are mm-hmm. because by putting money into that all you're doing is actually supporting their cause yes and you're supporting how they treat lgbt people or trans people or whatever it is yeah um so that's why i'm really against it and a lot of people don't get that it's why I'd, I'd really i'm not into the whole like oh my god dubai is such a bougie holiday place it's like no stop putting money into it yeah because nothing will ever change unless there's actually like consequences for it exactly I mean? um so, in terms of this friend, this is actually a really tough one. I mean, I'm scared to come to the UK. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, there is always that option. Your friend's always got to come back, but you are in the moral dilemma of this is like, this is kind of different in terms of you're not going there for a holiday. You're not going there off your own back. You're not kind of, I do kind of sit differently on this because if this was my best friend and they were going there, I, I'd, I'd be a bit gutted because I would never have wanted to go to Dubai off my own back, which I would never like. I'd be never saying to Martin, let's go for a two week mm. holiday in Dubai because it's just not something I want to do. Um, but if it was my best friend, there's a different kind of reasoning going for it. And you're not, do you know what I mean? It's kind of like you've got something to go for rather than you're just going to Dubai. Do you I, know what I mean? I would honestly try not even address it as like, oh my God, I don't want to go to Dubai. I'd just do a halfway point. Where's halfway between uh, here and Dubai? Wait, let me get up, let me get up a map. Let me okay. get up a map. Oh, so you're saying don't go at all and get your friend to get on a flight for a couple of hours? Meet her halfway, but and just say right, black eyed peas. Can you meet me? Right in the borderline. <laughs> just Fergie this shit, man. Yeah. More people just need to listen to Fergie. So you're saying you would never ever go to Dubai, even if it was to go see um, your your closest dearest friend who was living there. It's look. It's easy for me to say that now. I I would like to think that. Like I wouldn't, because I really don't want to put it. But like I said, if I was in this situation, I'd probably change my tune. You know what this I mean? I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to lie about that. If if my best mate started like going to fucking um, live in Dubai, I'd probably be like, oh, okay, cool. I'll head do you know, I don't get. I've actually seen some gays on Instagram who go and live in Dubai and work in Dubai, and I'm a bit like, I don't get that. Like, I, I don't get why you would. As a so, go I, on. I I can answer some of this for you because I know someone who moved to Dubai. Are they queer for this reason. No, you. Oh yeah, Lucas also did it. Lucas did it. 
Here, I'm going to tell the story. Okay. And I'll get, we'll jump Luke, Luke's in as well. Yeah, go on. Um, so I know someone, a personal trainer, who did move to Dubai. Yeah. Um, and actually, she moved back within two months. It wasn't because of like human rights. It was actually because like the cost of living there was just so fucking high. Oh, yeah. It just wasn't feasible. So th- they sell it to a lot of um, you know, people in the West. It's like, oh, my God, you can make so much money in Dubai. It's tax behavior, blah, 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 blah. But yeah. then the cost of living is so high that actually like... You're not making people, that. Yeah, it's yeah, actually it just... Doesn't, just doesn't work out. Yeah. Um, but she was... I said the same thing, right? Because she said to me, oh, Sam, you'd make so much money in Dubai, PT, and why don't you go? And I was like, hun. Like, why Why do you think I'm not going to Dubai? Because, yeah. like, it's not legal for me there. And she basically said that there's, like, these communes, basically. Like, these sort of, like, complexes of apartments and stuff like that that are all, like, Gay the only. Westerners and stuff like that. Oh, okay. And basically, within these complexes, it's the same rules that you would have in the UK. So, okay. you know, like homosexuality is okay, drinking's fine, uh, women can wear what they want, stuff like that. But then when you are on, like... Just y- the land. Yeah, yeah. The, the actual parts um, of Dubai, then, you know, you do have to start, basically, like, we go back into the closet and things like that. Right, so, so it's as long as you're... What happens in Far Walls in the UK complex yeah, stays so, there, right? And that's the thing, so some people sort of... Justify say, it. Say, oh, it's fine because when I'm here... It's all right. Right. But to me, I'm like, well, that just sounds like a prison. Yeah. A <laughs> like, bit, I, yeah. Don't wanna, I don't want to live like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, who else did work in Dubai? Now that I remember, actually. Who? I can't believe I didn't think of this straight away because I got him to speak at the uni and he spoke about it. Who? Lucas. Oh, really? You there, Lucas? Oh, Lucas. Oh. I for- Lucas lost his voice. Okay. Um, Lucas, just whisper in my ear <laughs> what it was like living in Dubai. So Lucas has just put a little spin on it in our ear because Lucas moved there for a little bit and worked there and says the it feels like there might be some change coming in terms of like LGBTQ plus rights and stuff. And there is like gay bars and um, there is gays there. Uh, but for me, as an outsider who's never been, I've got this warped view on Dubai being like, okay, I'm not allowed to legally be myself there, yeah. so I'm going to kind of avoid that. I, so that's kind of my stance. I could be, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Lucas, but I'm pretty sure what Lucas was saying is that basically it's quite lax for Westerners who are there. So Lucas said he saw some batty boys running around in corsets <laughs> at, at a, at a um, restaurant opening. Mm. Um, but do you know what? We see loads of backlash from like people like Beyonce, who did like a um, mm. like a twenty million pound performance there, uh, opening a hotel. I still, I still don't agree with. I still don't I agree s- with. I still don't agree with. She should have took a stance on that. But there we go. I, I where are we with this letter? It's a bit of a weird. Like it's yeah. hard. We've we've kind of said what we needed to say on it. I think if this was my best friend, I'd be. <sighs> my stance is Greece is halfway. Greece, okay. Greece is halfway. Greece, Greece, Greece you know is what? halfway. Mekonos is fucking gorgeous. There you go. There we go. <laughs> that's maybe that's how <laughs> stance on it. Um, I feel your pain. I do. I. I. I am sorry for you. Um, this person who is anonymous. Um, and yeah, that's to buy for you. That's to buy. Thank you. And if you keep sending those listeners letters in, we're here to help you debate those dilemmas and bring peace. Namaste. Anything to the queer community. And thank you to this week's sponsor. Dubai Airways. <laughs> <laughs> Book your holiday in Dubai now. <laughs>
can't. We're not. I promise we won't sell out. I promise. <laughs> well, maybe if it's 20 million. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, oh God, if you, I can't believe we're coming to Sam's news. I know. Already, what? I, do you know what? It's hard having a Tory on for the full episode. I know everybody. <laughs> I know it's. I know it's quite difficult, but we've made it. You, you know, this is the last section. We've got the Sam news, and hopefully, we'll bring you some good news this week. Honestly, by the time I, uh, when I fill in for like one of you two, by the time mm. I get some news, I start getting a bit sleepy. Yeah, I'm shattered. Oh hard. God, let's wrap this up. Come on, uh, no, quick so, fire news. Right. Um, have you heard about the drama that's going on over at Grinder HQ? No, I've actually oh, not. Oh my. God. Tell me more, tell so me more. This is actually been going on, on since the start of this year. Ooh. And I've only just found out because it's kind of come to a peak. Um, oh, because you've got your inside sources. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sam's news headquarters. So <laughs> this... <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the news team is just feeding into my ear. Uh, yeah, thank you, Sam. Uh, over to you, Sam. So this goes back to the start of this year, right? right. Where Grinder brought in a new CEO. Hmm. Oh, uh, he's called George Arison. I right. think I'm saying that correctly, George Arison. Um, he's described himself as the ideal gay. Referring to yourself as uh, ideal gay, already red flag, right? No, no, already a red I can't flag. stand the cunt already. Yeah, um, he, he's basically saying that because he lives like this white picket fence family lifestyle with like husband and two kids, stuff like that. Oh, but God. Again, describing that as like, oh yeah, I'm the epitome of gay because I'm basically living the same way that a straight American atomic family would. Yeah. Anyway, let's not get into that because that's actually not even the surface of the issue. I already feel sick. Um, so he, after taking over, um, was caught liking tweets from Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis. I knew who this was signed coming. the right. Don't Say Gay Bill. Oh my God. Right? So already people are like questioning what's your stance. Yeah. Um, you can access political donation records. I didn't know you could do this. It's actually really easy. I found all of his. Um, <laughs> Great. He's been uh found out donating large amounts of money to conservative politicians most Ooh. of them republican not okay. actually all republican but the okay. one thing that they all have in common is that they tend to lean conservative got yeah swing um yeah so these are really easy to find i found about fifteen thousand dollars worth of donations over nine occasions so he has like a bit of a you know he's, he's dropping coin right uh i did a quick google of each politician he's donated to with the term LGBT, and the majority of them immediately had stances you would not want to be associated with. Right. And this is the CEO of Grindr, why is who he is a gay this? man himself. Why is this happening? I don't get why gays turn on their own kind. Yeah, it's, it's like cannibalism. Nuts. One of the um, people that he donated to had a history of opposing same-sex marriage. Like, it's <clears throat> fucking nuts. But yeah, he's married with kids. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my Insane. God. Insane. So... When he takes over Grinder, yeah. um, he fired large amounts of staff. There's allegations and thoughts that actually some of these firings are motivated by racism and transphobia. Right. Great. Um, he also refused to honour people's personal time allowance. So basically, he's a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like, like a awful CEO. Yeah. Um, so 75% of the Grinder workforce formed Grinder United, uh, which is a union. So- sounds like a great gay football team. Grinder United. I would watch the Premier League if Grinder United were Absolutely. Um, now, does a conservative-leaning CEO, George Aston, care about a workers' union? Like, of course he fucking doesn't. Hmm. Um, so he has acknowledged it. He's not really, like, taking notice of anything they're saying or trying to band together. In fact, he's actually trying to break it up. 
Right. Like this grinder work union. Um, he's done that by issuing a new workforce order um, saying that employees have to now work in the office. They can't work from home. Oh, what a prick. And if you don't live within 50 miles of an office, you have to relocate within two weeks or you lose your job. He sounds like an absolute fucking right? asshole. He's allegedly racist, allegedly transphobic, and now he's forcing his employees to work in the office by moving across country, regardless of where they are. Do you know what? I think we need a proper rival to Grinder in terms of another app, because there isn't one really like... You've got your scruff, you've got your other apps that try and do it, but they just don't seem to hit like Grinder does, and I don't know why. Mm. It, uh, yeah, it, it's just user-based, right? It's just there's not enough people on it. Like, yeah. Grindr okay, has yeah. a large user-base, that's why Because it, it's it the works. go-to app. We, yeah. we, we, need, we need the Android of the fucking <laughs> Grinder world, you know what I mean? We need a proper rival. We'll start one here called the Gossip Days app, and it's your, it's your, it's your new... <laughs> Hook up app. Uh, by the way, yeah. not just to like gloss go over on. how serious like the no, moving on. people is, like mm. making them work in office. The reason he's done that is because um, that will force a lot of them to quit. Yeah. So a lot of them won't be able to afford to move. living in a city. Yeah. Because he's basically saying go live in a city. And actually for trans employees, they will have to reallocate the healthcare. So oh. they can actually fuck up their transition. Right, no, he's he's, a, he's you know an I asshole. Mean? Yeah, he's an absolute asshole. How did he get this job as CEO? Who, who's the old one? I even know. No one Googled him. How did no one Google him? Yeah. No one Googled him. What the hell? Um, By the way, I found all of this out from a page called uh, Gen Z for Change um, because they're actually launching a petition in support of Grindr United and all the employees. Right, um, we need to get on that then. Yeah, and they're saying, like, look, we stand with these people. We don't like the... Um, uh, racism, the transphobia, and also just the workers' right in general. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Uh, so, if you do want to uh, find that petition, it is on the Gen Z for Change page. We'll post it on our socials yeah. as well, actually. Because uh, we've got a few thousand people on there who can sign it. Batty Boys Unite, come on. <laughs> let's. Let... <laughs> we've got your Gen Z for Change. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we did get a few people to sign that. Listeners few thousand of you, please get on this and sign this uh, Grinders United I mean, petition. I think we should boycott Grinder. I already have. I mean, I told Chris I'd delete it, but I'm, boy <laughs> I'm boycotting Grinder. I'll talk the same thing tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm black profile. <laughs> my my picture's a cat with headphones on, like DJ. <laughs> it's not really. Mine is blank profile, though. <laughs> Right, have we got some good news? Right, um, onto some other dating gap chat. Go on. Right, I'm, I'm interested. On, so if you were looking at someone's Grinder or Tinder or whatever, mm. what would give you the ick? Like, what's a dating app ick? For me, I, do, I think when somebody's topless in all the pics. Oh, I don't come for me. Look, look at it. Uh, <laughs> but that's because I don't really... Well, I do try and work out, but because I'm insecure with my own body, I then feel like my perception of them is, oh my God, they're full of themselves, so I can't ch possibly chat to them. Which is complete not the case. Yeah. I know that. But that's just something... Not for all me. buff people. Not God. all buff people are full of themselves. <laughs> um, but that would be... I don't know. I'd just be too nervous in case of the rejection. So then I would swipe across. Right. That's what I would do. I like to leave the buff boys to the buff boys. The bu <laughs> do you know what I mean? I don't know why. <laughs> but is that my in own, like, do you know what I mean? Where 
like we were chatting the other day actually privately off mic where we were on about like the little subcultures where you got your bears who all kind of stick together and they're all similar body type and then you've got all like mm. you're like uh, your muscle Marys who then all stay together. They all seem to hang around with their own body type. So then I feel like I should stick with a little like so kind of chubby-ish little guy. You know what part I mean? Of me, part of me wants to say like, oh, it's just insecurities. Yeah, don't worry about it. Um, but actually, I'm not coming from anyone. In Manchester, yeah. there are some mean muscle Marys. Oh. There are some mean buff gays in Manchester. Yeah, there is. So, pfft, no, I get that. Yeah. I get that. So that's so that's me. Also, when somebody's using a really heavy like Snapchat filter, I'm a bit like, come on, grow oh, up, man. I hate that. So that's it. One of my dating app icks, right? And I'm <laughs> I don't wanna sound so like bitchy and judgy, hmm. but but when I see someone's photo, I think this is one of the best ever photos taken of you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? As like, of all the photos out there, one of your best photos ever taken is you at the urinals and GAY. <laughs> yeah, yeah, There's yeah. no better photo. Yeah, yeah. Than this. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because what you're putting out on dating app is the best version of you, in it? Do you know what I mean? Like, you're picking your best pictures that yeah. you like. Or I try and like, or, or like when I used to be on the apps, like looking for dates, I used to try and do like an array of pictures. And somebody once was like, is this all the same person? Because like I, I was like, I was like, yeah, they're all me. But I've got it was so like, many sides. Yeah. Like... <laughs> the, uh, one of my dating apps is um, definitely whenever a bio ever says, "I'll oh, be able to hold a decent conversation" or like make me laugh, that instantly tells me that that person cannot hold a decent conversation or make someone laugh. Yeah. No. That means yeah. That means they're looking for somebody else to like yeah. carry them. That person has not clicked, so there's a common denominator, and it is themselves. It's them, yeah. They're, they're giving one-word answers. You've never used Hinge, have you? No. Hinge is full is that of where you can, like Is that. that where you can do voice notes? You can do voice notes as well. Oh, Those right, are yeah. always an instant ick, but I love it. Um, and they're, they're just filled with like all the same lines of people going, oh, I'll fourth you if you trip me up. Oh, first round's on me if you buy the second. Uh, get in the bin. What? Absolutely get in the bin. Anyway, that wasn't, this isn't the news. I got carried away then. Um, there's a survey being conducted of over 1,000 people um, to find the most common icks people get when looking at dating app profiles right so if you're playing the field here's some tips to like up your game okay here's here's what not to do okay got you the optimal bio is 15 to 45 words long right so too short isn't it like who are you you're not mysterious this is just creepy yeah too long that's an it you thought about it too much you're oversharing got you come on reel it back a little bit um 30% 30% of Brits said it's an ick if there's bad spelling or grammar. Oh, absolutely. You need to uh, get spell check on that, darling. <laughs> 100%. I mean, we've all got a computer. We've got one on our phone. Um, I thought this was really interesting. Spelling out your type is an ick. Oh, uh, being like so, looking for blue-eyed, six-foot-two, yeah. got a bit hung, got a bit all this, if, like, do you know what I mean? If yeah. you say what your type is, it's an ick. And to be fair, it makes sense because you're probably isolating a load of people. You are. Yeah, you're probably like, already shutting them off. Um, but you apparently saying what you want in a relationship is like a green flag. Okay. Yeah, but spelling out like a physical type, ick. So you can be like, I want somebody who's... Wait a minute. Oh, I don't know, like, what you want in a relationship. What, 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 Even if you were just like, oh, I'm just going with the flow, or oh, I want 
Looking for marriage. Um, <laughs> you can't write that, can you? Do looking you know for I mean? a French man, a niece, a yeah. fireman. Um. <laughs> so no, no actual physical attributes. Yeah, like, More like what you want from a relationship. Okay, yeah. Or kind of like what you want them to be like. There's an optimal amount of pictures. How um, many pictures? Six. Oh, close. Well, ick, ick, ick. Oh, is that ick, too many? Ick, too many. Okay. Four to five. Okay. All of them topless. Uh, no, just <laughs> four to five pictures. Got, yeah. <laughs> um, and there's some stats on green flags too. Um, 51% say they like it when your personality comes through. Absolutely. Which I think is such a funny stat because that implies that 49% went, no, I don't like your personality. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's weird. I, I, I like zero personality in a profile. <laughs> what the hell? No, I think personality is key. That should be like 100%, surely. Yeah. Um, and then 40%. And this is like one of the most like significant green flags that have come through, which I thought was really interesting. Forty percent say they're more inclined to respond to someone if they have good dress sense. Yeah, fab. Would you say the same? Yeah, actually. Yeah. If if I'm looking at someone's pictures and I'm like, oh, they dress them. Like, I'm not saying you need to follow a trend or a style, but if you've got your own style and that comes through, it can be anything from like goth to fucking do you know what i mean like high fashion yeah do you know what i mean it can be like whatever your your fashion is or style is if that comes through on your profile i think that it shows you've got a bit of something about you i guess so or maybe you're just all clothes and no fucking personality I don't, I don't know well that's it keep your clothes on keep your clothes on keep your... you take your top <laughs> off your personality's out the window exactly you've got no personality but then i suppose it's a, it's like a two-edged sword i'm a bit like okay well they're dressed to the nines but can they hold a conversation or oh my god now they've got no clothes actually but can they hold a conversation all right good body but no in the fucking brain are we just judgy <laughs> maybe it's just judgy. i don't know but, but i guess i i guess you've only got what a few seconds to impress somebody mm -hmm. on these apps before they've swiped and gone on to the next so i say go back to the good old-fashioned um you know glory holes that glory you holes, yeah. glory you, holes. Go you want to go back to the, to the glory, glory holes. Hole days <laughs> exactly no bias no pictures just cock just cock yeah. strictly cock please <laughs> <laughs> right you ready for one last one here we no, go the, i i think you'll like this one go on right so a bbc journalist mm -hmm. is claiming that big tech knew she was queer before she did big tech who's that Big tech refers to any big sort of like social media company or any company that has like all your data, basically. So um, Facebook, Instagram, Netflix, even things like Google. Right. These ones that collect your data. Know that, that... you're batty before you <laughs> before we even know that you are. Yes, right, apparently. Okay. Yeah. So her name's Ellie House, right? She's bisexual and she's claiming that before she realised she was bisexual, before she had an inkling the internet Netflix, knew. Wow. Spotify and TikTok were targeting her with like lesbian and bisexual content. Oh my God, is the media making yeah. us gay? <laughs> oh my God. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> uh, so she did some research into it. Now, in the UK, you have the right to know what data all these companies have on you. You just have to request it. So she did exactly that. She requested all her information and she downloaded all of it. Um, but nothing was tagged as like, gay homosexual right but somehow she was still getting like suggested queer contents like how did how did they know um are they in my brain are they in your brain <laughs> yeah it's like so like instagram had like 300 topics facebook had been keeping track of all the websites she's on even like where she lived and netflix tracked like every trailer and genre but nothing was like homosexual gay so like what's happening yeah um a lot of these big tech companies have said outright that they don't keep track of whether you're gay and that they don't know whether you're gay, um, including Netflix and Spotify, which I think is a lie. 
I, I absolutely a, think is a lie. I think I think it's a bit of a lie as well because why is I don't know. I feel like I get targeted ads for queer stuff all the time. Yeah, Spotify saw my Eurovision playlist and said, "Hi, faggot." Yeah, like, 100%. Spotify saw my Eurovision playlist and was like, "Oh, I bet you want some Kim Petrus and Todrick Hall with that, don't you?" Hundred percent. Yeah. Like, I bet you want some choice of with those poppers, don't you, gay boy? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. Spotify knows. Yeah. Um, well, it's a, this is the thing, right? But apparently they can predict what you like based on other things that you like, whether or not they're queer. So watching certain films and TV shows which are not specifically LGBTQ+, can help the algorithm predict your chance to like queer content. Right. So, for example, right, The Real Housewives, that's not actually queer, is it? That no, is but in- loads of days love it. Yeah, it's, it's grossly heterosexual. Um, but... What other shows did viewers of Housewives watch? Oh, Drag Race. Right. You know I mean? Oh, you like Nailed It? Well, you like Heartstopper. Got you. Know? Yeah, okay. You like Golden Girls? You like Sean Cody. Like, that okay. kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. um, what's quite interesting to come out of this is, like, Netflix also tracks when you watch something. Like, if it was autoplayed, if you watch the credits, like, the device you were watching on, and, like, this is used mm-hmm. to suggest content to you as well. Um, which means across like millions of people and all their habits, there could be like gay habits of watching. There yeah. might be a gay amount of time to watch something or a, a gay location to watch something. Um, so that could actually be used to imply whether or not you're queer. That's Fine. what we don't know yet. Like, is there a gay way of watching Netflix? Absolutely. Go on. <laughs> I don't know the answer to it, but I'm sure Big Tech, whoever she is, Big Bertha, um, will be able to eventually tell us. Um, yeah, I think I think that's kind of cool. I think if you sit there and you watch um, the intro every single time, they're like gay. Yeah, they're 100%, gay. Hundred billion percent. <laughs> oh, also played. She's hungover. Definitely. Hundred <laughs> percent. Well, thank you very much for that, Sab. I've enjoyed today. Um, I hope you've enjoyed a Danny Beardless show. Um, I have. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Right. Um, Earlier on this week, we did have a bit of a Pride special. We did. You we... showed me around Canal Street. I did. So check that out if you haven't already. Um, and especially if you're going to Manchester Pride, you don't want to check that episode out prior to the prior to the um, protest slash party. Yeah. <laughs> Why did I sound like a Tory? Um, oh no, I've been in here too so long. I know, fucking hell, it's, it's catching. Um, and then tomorrow, I think, or coming up this week, we've got episode two, and we're going to be dropping um, episodes all over the Pride weekend. Happy Pride, everybody. We should have said Happy that at the top Pride. of the show, but yeah, it's meant it's a Pride, baby. And better late than never. There we go. Um, love you all. Love you, Sam. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. 